Jai Sadama, everyone. This is Sadvi Sadali Shri here with my spiritual teacher and guru, Acharya Shri Yogesh, for the seventh episode of Acharya Shri's podcast. Acharya Shri is a respected, enlightened one who has helped thousands of souls progress on their spiritual path and totally transform. Welcome to all of our new listeners and thank you for tuning in. Matan Vanami Acharya Shri. And again, thank you for spending time with us today so that way we can learn more so we can advance spiritually. Um, just to kind of go back to our last episode, we were talking about uh, fake spiritual teachers and we ran out of time, but I did have that question of how do you transition, um, you know, from like a fake spiritual teacher uh, to the real spiritual teacher? And and it's kind of like the same feeling of transitioning out of religion into spirituality. Can you share your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's a wonderful. It will be wonderful talk to. Question is wonderful. Answer will be wonderful. Master is wonderful. <laughs> and students, they are wonderful too. Yes, it is. Transition happens uh, by experience. If they don't go through experience, transition never going to happen. Like in Buddha's case, it happened, transition. And he met a lot of teachers. They were fake teachers. Like uh, one teacher he met, really, I want to describe. <laughs> <laughs> he met like they put the in the air a lot of weight hanging like it rocks, big rock, big kind of stone. And they say, no matter how much pain, you just don't move. And he did that Buddha, because he was 16 years old. He didn't know anything about. So he went through, then he found out, oh no, it is not. Like you are just uh, killing your body only. It doesn't mean anything. I cannot meditate. I can't do anything. So he tried, he got experience. Now by experience, he has to find the better one. He met few, but every time he f met, they were all fake. Finally, he was initiated into the Samanic tradition. And Samanic tradition now is well known about mainly when well-known Jain tradition. And finally, he went same way. He started meditating. He did Kayotsarga, uh, sitting under the tree. And finally, he got uh, what he wanted. So, uh, transition happens because the person is experienced now. When it is not, if they don't go through experience, so they will get stuck there, like people got stuck into religion. Religion is a wonderful thing too, same time it is a curse. Why? Because then people uh, get stuck into it. Because most of religions, all, all religions, they are based on fear. And they create so big fear into our mind. We cannot uh, go forward, or we cannot really 
improve ourselves because the fear is there. And when is fear? Fear is the biggest thing. Fear will create so much anxiety, so much uh, uh, kind of uh, worries into your life that you cannot get rid of that uh, fear at all. So they say if you will not follow it, you will going to go to hell and the biggest fear, right? So it is like uh, uh, people get stuck. And what is their vision? Religion is like uh, looking outside keyhole. How much you look at? Mm-hmm. Nothing. But when transition happens, when they go through a lot of religion, a lot of mess, why I say mess? Because uh, religion is a big mess. Why? Because if you read the world history, most of, most of war, more than uh, almost 60% war happen because of religion. And all the rest of either they wanted to get the queen or princess or other other way. But the most fighting, most war happened in the world history because of religion. And when it is a big mess, why to get stuck into it or why to just follow it? Religion has a lot of following, followers. But there's when transition happens really, you begin to follow your own intuition. And intuition tells you the truth. That's why transition is a real. It has to be real. When people are experienced enough. If they are not experienced enough, transition never going to happen. So it's kind of like you become allergic to the old teacher or you become allergic to religion, then they're ready to embrace something new. Yeah, they will embrace something new because of uh, they. It is getting allergic. Like I have seen, lot of uh, uh, people. Uh, our retreat, they come here, and I talk a little bit sometime, and they talk their experience. So we were Catholic, but I got allergic to the church. I said, why you got allergic? That they repeat same thing again and again and again. You cannot doubt. You cannot uh, have this. You cannot ask questions. That in the beginning it seems real, but later on if you don't ask questions, you don't have doubt, how somebody will clear my mind? So that's what we are seeking, meditation, we are seeking some kind of yoga, some kind of breathing, sometime, some type of other things which gives us some kind of guidance. And fortunately, the people we are meeting now, they are not religious. And we call it spirituality. Mm-hmm. Spirituality is like a sky. Open sky, everything is there. You can see in the east or west or north or south, it is all open. But religions show you only one direction, like a keyhole. So, you know, you got stuck into it. So, 
you cannot get out of it. Be like a bird. If you like a bird, you're going to fly. You are free. If you are not free, who is free really? Who doesn't have fear? That mm. is called free. And the people who have fear, they're not free at all. Acharya Sri, um, just to share some of my experiences, um, yeah, I was raised Catholic. I started going to Catholic school from elementary to high school. I was very, very much involved into the Catholic Church, and I felt um, that it was lacking something. It was missing something, and I was just forced to believe in something, and I wasn't experiencing it inside. And then I transitioned into more like Hindu culture, Hindu religion, studying uh, different Swami's teachings. And that was more exciting because it brought me into uh, like the Eastern perspective of spirituality. And then even that time, um, it came to the point where, you know, they were not even enlightened, they were missing. And fortunately, just only after a couple of years, I was, I was able to meet you. And then from there, I never looked back. Through that transition of not only leaving Catholicism and then leaving, um, you know, the Indian gurus I was studying before, there was a feeling of guilt because, mm -hmm. you know, like I was a truth seeker. I wanted to find truth and that's what my heart was craving. But the guilt came because what if I'm leaving the wrong thing? Mm -hmm. How do I go beyond this guilt? How do I trust my intuition enough to know that I not only left one thing behind, but another thing behind to, you know, follow this system under your guidance. So I remember going through that. So how do you deal with the guilt? How do you know what to uh, keep from the past and bring it into the now? That's um, the, that is the really wonderful, uh, the best question you ever asked to me. Guilt. Guilt is the biggest sin. If you somebody carrying the guilt, they're carrying the sin. Mm -hmm. And sin is no way to wipe out from the heart. What Catholics are doing, I'm going to tell you. Catholic priests, they have a confession. That people come, they have a window, they have a little curtain, this, the person uh, sit other side, priest sitting inside, and... Oh, my child, what you need to tell me? The way they talk, right? And the person began to talk, I did this, I did this, I did this mistake, I lied, or I hurt someone, I cheated, or this, that. And priest, my child, God is very compassionate. God forgive you going to forgive fully. You open your heart. And that is there, mostly. End of it. God forgive you. And they believe in God. Oh, God forgive me because now the priest told me God forgive me. Temporarily relief. But that guilt never going to be wiped out. I don't know how they borrow this confession system from Samnic tradition. Only one religion in India, one of the oldest religions, Samnic tradition, now they call also Jain, that is 
they have the most confession. And Jain religion, minimum 5,000 years old. Minimum, historically speaking. And Christianity is 26, 20, no, like 2,000 years old, starting from Jesus. And because, for your knowledge, Jesus was born in the Eastern countries, and India is very close to there. So somehow he got this confession system from the Jain. Catholic, they don't know it, where they got it. And when they got this confession, but he didn't teach them completely. In Jain system, they still do this confession the way it's supposed to. Confession, saying God forgive you is not enough. It doesn't wipe out your guilt. I'm going to give you that. How? It comes with the punishment. Hmm. If you don't give punish, if you don't punish the person, wipe and the guilt never going to be wiped out. One time, one lady called me from the Bangalore. Bangalore is South India. And she said, I cannot sleep, I cannot eat, I cannot drink, and I need confession with you something. I cannot come to United States. I am in India. But that is the way I found out on your website. The way she is, oh, you are the master, you are enlightened, you might uh, uh, wipe out my guilt. What is your confession? She told me that I had two children and I got pregnant suddenly. Third time. As soon as my husband find out, we are not going to keep this baby. But I was ready to keep him. Then his family, they were after me, all in-laws, sister-in-law, brother-in-law, and him. And whole of my family, my parents, hey, you have one of two children. And the biggest thing was, she was a girl. And I wanted to keep it. But they forced me, they convinced me fully that you have to abort it. And under their influence, I aborted. After, as soon as I aborted, I am feeling that I killed the baby. And this guilt never goes away. I cannot sleep at night. I want to real confession. Not like a Catholic. Don't. If you are ready to do it, I am going to give you the real confession, punishment. Punishment is tomorrow you go to the orphanage, find a little girl, adopt it, and raise that girl. And they will be against of you. You talk to your attorney first. Have divorce paper ready. And as soon as you bring, they are going to all over you. They cannot push you because if you have attorney already. And divorce paper ready. If you are ready to do it, raise that girl, I guarantee you, your guilt will be wiped out fully. But that is your punishment. Get the courage. She got the courage. She did whatever I said. She, as soon as she legally point of view, she didn't know, the family didn't know yet how, what she is doing. 
But one day she brought that girl in her hands. Little girl, maybe three or four months old. Somebody left in the street. She brought it. As soon as she brought all, it was a hell in the home. Everybody was against her parents, her brother, her sister. They were also against her. I said, don't care about it. Call the police. If they uh, start, if they hit you or they call you bad name, anything. And don't worry, raise it. After one month, situation began to change. They all fell in love with this little girl. A month, it took them one month. And she called me again that, guess what happened? They all fall in love with the girl. And now I can sleep, I can eat, I can, like, I totally relax. In Catholicism, they don't have this punishment. And she never felt guilty after that. Why? Because now she is raising what is not hers and like her, more than hers. That is the way guilt can be wiped out. Transition is not easy. It will bring the guilt. And the guilt is a killer. Guilt is the biggest sin. Only our tradition, Samanic tradition, has the real confession with the punishment. And it is going to wipe out all the guilt, depending on what kind of confession the punishment comes according to that. What would be the punishment then for following a, a bad teacher or following religion before? Well, because if somebody will come, I am going to give them. We are not going to open on the podcast. <laughs> no, we don't way. have uh, live calls. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Acharya Sri, in, in general, from your experience of meeting truth seekers um, in person, and they are coming from um, uh, from religion or a previous teacher, what, what conflict do you see with, within them? What's, what kind of guilt are they carrying? I what don't do you think seeing? so. Many students, when they come to me, they're not carrying guilt at all. But they want to learn from me. And I tell them that you are not able to learn from me at all. That why? That how many teachers did you meet? Mm -hmm. I say maybe 20. And I will be the 21st. That is it. Mm -hmm. And whatever I will say to you, you're going to start comparing my teachings to the other teacher. And you're never going to learn from me. Best thing is how I transition them, transition happen in their life too. But I tell them that first leave everything behind, what you learn. Be a blank slate. So whatever in the blank slate I can write, it will be yours. That will be real. But if you will start comparing Whatever I say, because that's what all students do. Oh, this teacher said that, this said that, this said that. And and your whole intention is to comparing. So 
one question will be added little more. So I am not a special person for that student. Neither that student in that student's life transition never going to happen because their intention is not to learn really. So most of students, they come like that. The students who are newer, they are fully blank. Their heart is like a baby heart. I can mold them. Whatever I say, they're going to do it. And they are going to be into meditative state or into the spiritual sadhana, spiritual practices a lot. Because they are fully blank. So that is the way I am going to teach. Otherwise, it is difficult to teach because they carry a lot of mess with them. And those teachings, which is creating more problem in their life, mm-hmm. uh, then if I, will, if I will be the one of them to answer their question, I will not answer their question. Why I knew it, their intention is to learn a little more. And when their intention is to learn a little more, they are not real students. They will compare, I will be the one of them. So that's why I don't allow them to ask him a question. <laughs> I knew already they, they are not going to be. They will carry a mess. First, just wipe out that mess. If they really, really are real, I am going to teach them. I know, I will find the way. (laughs) I'm grateful for your patience because when I met you, I was a mess. And um, I carried uh, um, teachings, but I was very open to, you know, what you had to say because I felt in your presence, you are the the real person. You are a self-realized person person, you are a true enlightened master. And I always felt that from the beginning. Uh, But I do remember feeling conflicted because, you know, certain things um, didn't make sense, or they contradicted what I had learned before. But because of maybe your patience or your compassion, you weren't so hard on me, you didn't uh, say, Oh, that's the wrong thing. And you didn't put things down. What you did was you taught me, um, Well, you taught me patience, and through that, with time, I actually learned the teachings I had learned before were not real. But if you would have told me those are not real, I might have resisted, I might have, you know, gone, but you allowed me to figure it out on my own, and then I realized it wasn't even the real thing in the first place. So thank you for teaching me in that way, um, because in my case, I was not a blank slate many students that are listening to you now, um, they are not a blank slate, but what's great is um, you knew how to, you know how to teach. And just like you've shared before, um, every individual is different and the way to teach is also different. So thank you for that. And um, Matin Vandami, we're so grateful for, you know, you spending time with us so we can learn and so we can grow uh, because truly it makes the biggest difference to learn from someone that's real, especially if our goal is enlightenment or or total liberation. So, Matamanami. That I may correct to you a little bit? Yes, please. I'm not a teacher. <laughs> I am just, whatever I know, I share with people. I am here to just share, not to teach. 
Well, Thank you. Well, you're the well, you're the best sharer, and I'll say that. <laughs> Thank you're you. the best sharer. Jai Siddhartha. Jai Siddhartha. And again, thank you all for uh, tuning into Acharya Shri's podcast today. Please be sure to subscribe to his podcast on iTunes and YouTube, as well as follow Acharya Shri on social media via Facebook and Instagram. This way, you continue to receive the guidance you need for your spiritual journey. Jai Siddhartha. Jai Siddhartha. Thank you.